Monday. Happy Monday, people. How have y'all been? Jess, how have you been? You know, I've been good. I got a facial today. <gasps> she does. Her skin is like glowing, you guys. You're so nice to me. But you know, after a facial, when your skin's like a little oily and like just yeah, glowy, it looks really good. Thank you. It's like I she did extractions on me. So, which is like when they take out your blackheads, for those of you who don't know. And my nose is like super red, but it, it didn't hurt that bad actually. She did a pretty good job. That's good. Usually when I get facials, oh, I'm it hurts like so bad. Well, I could tell that she was she was trying to talk to me. I think to distract me from the pain. Maybe that helped. And I think it did. Huh. And we got gossiping. She was telling me all about her sisters. It was really funny. <laughs> like I was like, I don't know what it is when you're like getting your lashes done, getting your hair done getting pampered in some way you just admit to things and like talk about things with that person. I think it's because you don't know that person from anywhere else so you feel comfortable like telling them yeah. your feelings. You're like they don't like, know that person. Yeah you're like I'm never I'm not really gonna see them again. I don't know them personally. So That's you just true. feel more comfortable like I don't know loading it all just off. Just like getting it off. Yeah. Well because Maddie my sister Maddie's an esthetician. She does lashes. Shout out Maddie. And she was telling me that like people say like the craziest things to her during appointments. I've heard that like, from hairdressers too. Yeah, and she's like, "Oh, I don't think you should tell me that. Like, I don't think I should know that much information." You guys, our hairdresser Sherry is the best. Sherry, oh yeah, Perry. oh you yeah, guys we should, should all like, go to her. yeah, we should. She's the best. But she's so funny. One time she told me she's really like she never <laughs> oh, remembers. She's bad at remembering things. She, yeah. she admits that. But she's so funny because she's like, Kenna, I'm the best person to tell your secrets to because I literally <laughs> forget. Like, I do not remember, which I know that is, is true. That is the best person yes. to tell your secrets to. She was like, to. trust me, tell them to me because I will not remember. And I was like, I love Absolutely. her. I literally love her. So Sherry knows all my secrets, but if you asked her, she probably wouldn't remember. But she doesn't even know who we are. She'll, nope. she'll, 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 she'll remember McKenna? Who? Who's McKenna? <laughs> no, we love Sherry. She's honestly the but best. But McKenna, how was therapy? Good. I just got out of therapy. It was really good. You know, it's funny. I was going to actually mention this on the podcast. Yeah. You know, I'm always like, you guys follow all the, Im- unfollow the influencers, <laughs> unfollow the bloggers, you do say unfollow yeah. the fitness people. She was like, do you follow any like, blo-? and I was like, no, I actually do not because I know where you're going she with this. She asked you that. Well, she was like, because I strongly encouraged. I was like, I already know where you're going and I already don't follow any bloggers. And That's she was like, crazy that she oh, yeah. like, whoa. Yes. Was it a Zoom therapy? No, oh, no, oh it was in person. person. Good. Yeah. She's uh, awesome. I really like her. Go yeah. to therapy, guys. Yeah, mental health. It. We should have like a little mental health check every time yeah. we have an episode. How are you guys doing? Message us. Yeah. I'm doing good today. I'm doing good. Me too. I leave for Florida tomorrow and McKenna leaves for California tomorrow. So we're yeah. like. We're going to be out and about. We're like on a little fun trip for yeah. a, a few days. She's going with her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Can I say that now sure. on the pod? Sure. <laughs> she wants to keep it a secret, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to keep it a secret. I just, yeah. You do a little bit. You do. It's kind of fun. It's kind of fun. Nobody knows. So we're going to be like super tan when we come home. Oh is, gosh. Jess is the goal. Tan. I don't know if I, it's going to be not that warm in California. It well, rains it the is. first day we get to Florida. Okay, it was so supposed to rain like, in California, ugh. but that switched. So now it's, it's going to be like 65. Honestly, still if it's so nice. Yeah. But if it's sunny, that is like beautiful. It, so, no, it is. Yeah. It is. So it'll still be great. But I don't know if I'll get a tan with that. You know what I mean? Mm, true. Maybe I'll do a little fake tan do, do some fake tan. You guys, fake tan makes me feel better about myself. It, makes, else? it makes me feel way it really better It really does, about like myself. just boost your confidence. No, it does. It fully does. Tan fat is better than white fat. <laughs> That's what Dana that. tells me. <laughs> That's what Kate's mom always tells me. It's just and tan in general. Just tan in general is better. Makes you feel better. Yes. But we have a really good episode today. Kind of, I guess, like you mentioned influencers, like going along with, um, it's, we're going to be talking about perfection. Oh, yeah. 
So yeah. this is something I think a lot of people in our religion struggle with. Would you do you think that's fair? Um, yes, I do. I do. I think it's more I don't think it's our religion. I think yeah. it's the culture of our religion. Which is exactly what you said. The no, people. sure. I I wouldn't even just say us. I think any religious person. I think this is something they struggle with. I I, I would say. I think a lot of people in general struggle with this. Totally, honestly, you totally. Know? But I think in our religion, I think it can be misinterpreted. Like our beliefs can be kind of, I don't know, twisted a little bit to make it seem like we are huge perfectionists, mm-hmm. which in a way we are. Yeah. But according to the doctrine, it like depends how you look at it. We're yeah. going to talk about that. Yeah. So we're going to basically be going off of the talk by um, Jeffrey R. Holland, Be Ye Therefore Perfect, eventually. I posted this on my personal Instagram. Ken and I post a lot of stuff on our personal Instagram. So give us a follow because I'm not just saying that. Like we really do post like quotes and our own personal testimonies on Probably there. Probably so more than our Gospel Gals account sometimes. We, we do. We forget, yeah, but. we do. So I would give us a follow. I read this talk um, maybe a week and a half ago. I can't remember. And I seriously, I watched it twice And I loved it. I really, really highly, highly recommend everybody studying this. So we're going to be going off of this talk. And I think this this is just really needed right now. I think um, we talked about perfection. We've like dabbled in it in other episodes. Totally. um, But we have never had a full like breakdown. So that's what we're going to do today. We talk about it a little bit in our episode, um, having a healthy sense of your sins and shortcomings. So go give that a listen if you haven't already. That's a really good episode about like, accepting your flaws and not being too hard on yourself but this will be a different take different perspective on just perfectionism totally I kind of want to read this first little part of the talk um that I really really liked so um this was in October 2017 oh when I got married I actually don't remember this talk I feel kind of bad I, I'm sure I've listened to you, it. You I'm sure. It. I know I did, but I like don't remember, I guess. Well, you don't have to be perfect. and You don't have I, to remember every talk. Amazing. Okay. <laughs> so he goes to talk about, so he says, for example, the Sermon on the Mount begins with soothing, gentle beatitudes. But in the verses that follow, we are told, among other things, not only not to kill, but also not to be, even to be angry. We are told not only not to commit adultery, but also not even to have impure thoughts. To those who ask for it, we are to give our coat and then give our cloak also. We are to love our enemies, bless those who curse us, and do good to them who hate us. If that is your morning scripture study after reading just that far, you are pretty certain you are not going to get good marks on your gospel report card. Then the final commandment in the chain is sure to finish the job. Be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father in heaven is perfect. So I thought that was really interesting. He breaks down the Beatitudes, how... We are commanded to be all of those things. Yeah. And I can see how somebody reading that would be like, oh my gosh, that's ridiculous. Would that's be impossible. like not even to be angry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm angry once a day. Yeah. Maybe more. Like yeah. not even to be angry. And so, yeah, what do you think about that kind of? It just seems really far-fetched reading that. You're like, there's no possible way me as a human being can do that. And it really is. Yeah. It does. It seems impossible. And it is, it is impossible to do yeah. those things. Yeah. Which, yeah. Yeah. And he goes on to say that he hears a lot of people in the church struggle and say things that they're not good enough or they don't feel like they um, are good enough. They they feel like they've fallen short. And he says, I thought it was interesting. He says he hears this from teenagers, missionaries, converts, and lifelong members. So this is not just something that a convert has. It's something that it's every, universal in it's our universal church. Yes. In our church. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
Now we're gonna get the giggles. Great. We're gonna get the giggles. Just like one thing. I just looked up at you and you looked funny. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's why I laughed. Yeah, it's true. I think a lot of people do struggle with this, and it is hard. I mean, especially in the age of social media, which we've talked about a lot on here, but it's true. Like you follow people, even these Mormon mommy bloggers that look perfect and look like they have their life together, and in reality, nobody does. And that's why my therapist brought it up today. She's like, you know what? A lot of those people are in here for therapy. Like I'll tell you right now, like their lives are not perfect, you know, like even though they seem. So I just think, yeah, we just, it's, it's hard. It's hard not to get caught up in like, oh, well, that person looks perfect and yeah I sh- why am I not doing that why am I not doing this totally yeah. well and I really love this he goes on to say and he, he emphasizes that he doesn't want to, this to diminish any commandment God has ever given us that he believes in his perfection um but he also knows that as children of God we should not demean or vilify ourselves as if beating up on ourselves is somehow going to make us the person God wants us to become that is so important I love that when I read that is so important Like, I think that's huge. Like, yes, like, I'm not, he's saying, I'm not going to deny, like, God and the commandments, but I also know. this is something we need to do. Yeah. It is. Yeah. But I also know that God doesn't want you to bully or hate yourself or look down at yourself. Like, that's a big no, too. Yeah, totally. Um, I also love this, too. So, he go, and I'm, we're really just going to go off this talk. I mean, we can go in other tangents. I just seriously loved this talk. It's really good. Um, but he goes on to talk about the primary song, I'm Trying to Be Like Jesus. And I feel like this was in 2017. And we've talked about this on the podcast a lot about effort and trying. And I love, I mean, I don't think I ever really realized this, but I'm trying to be like Jesus. Yeah. Right? Like, we're not. And side note, like all the... When you're baptized, you're, it says you're willing to take upon yourself the name of Christ. The sacrament prayers, it's all the word willing. It's not that you're, yeah. you do. And Like families can be together forever. Yeah. Like, I mean, all of that is like yeah. based on us. Well, you know what though? It is yeah. based a little bit on us. I think it's based on our effort. It's based on our willingness. It's based on if we want it, but it really is based on Christ. Yeah. That's the whole gospel. That's the point of this talk. He's saying that, you know what, we do have this commandment to be perfect and we should, you know, try to be better each day. But in reality, we're going to get to perfection eventually through Jesus Christ. It has nothing to do with us. It really doesn't. No. It, we are never going to be perfect by ourselves never even after this life it's just not attainable for us as humans of children of god but because of jesus christ because of his sacrifice it is possible and that's the whole point of we shouldn't beat ourselves up we shouldn't be hard on ourselves we shouldn't um you know sit and be like i'm the worst person i can't not be angry you know it's impossible but we need to rely on christ and recognize that he has you know can help us and we can become perfected through him in him. him I think that's an emphasis here is like through Christ. I love these because I think a lot of people, they sometimes, and I can even be guilty of this sometimes, but we want to rely on other things. We want to think that we can do it. Like we can become better. We can, you know, and and I think you can help yourself. And if you're feeling like that, listen to our pride episode. No, seriously. (laughs) Like I love that he goes on to say like, we're a fallen people. We're a fallen world. Like none of us here like none of us are we're not good enough and that's not necessarily a bad thing because that no. literally is the plan that the, is god's literally, plan and i think we are fallen we need Christ. yeah i think knowing the plan makes all of this more comforting to me we should do a plan of salvation we then. really should do a plan of salvation just like okay. a, a, a basic ding idea ding okay. idea we'll do that ding. soon no but i i think like knowing that and he goes on to say that president nelson said our mortal perfection is pending yeah 
And I love that because like McKenna said, even in the next life, like who even knows when that perfection is going to happen? I don't know. I have no idea. But all we can do is he goes on to say, we can repent. We can try to slowly become better. We make a mistake. We repent, hopefully through Christ. Like McKenna is saying, he teaches us why not to do that. He strengthens us. He strengthens us. Yes. Yeah. And I really love this too. Like, He's like, I did no, I do not believe that Jesus intended the Sermon on the Mount to be a verbal hammer for battering us about our shortcomings. Um, he's like, I believe he intended it to be a tribute to who and what God the Eternal Father is and what he can achieve with him in eternity. Mm, I like that. I feel like that's going off kind of what McKenna said, like in eternity, yeah. you guys. Like yeah. in eternity. Yeah. <laughs> not even, you know, who even knows when. And it is important to find a balance because like Jess was saying, you don't want to beat yourself up. But you also don't want to be like, oh, Christ did everything, so I'm totally good. I'm just going to sit back and relax. I really don't have to lift a finger to get, yeah. you know, to be like God one day. And I don't think that's true. I think, no. honestly, to be in the celestial kingdom, we're all saved. Once we're baptized, we are saved. We are already in the celestial kingdom. I think a lot of people get that confused. But once you're baptized, you're committed to Christ. And as long as you keep following that path, trying your best, you're good. But... um to become like God one day. I lost my train of thought for a second. No, it's I got okay. It I lost I, my train of thought all the no, time. <laughs> I was like, wait, where was I going? But the point of the plan of the gospel is that we are going to become like God. Like we're going to live like him. That's we're going to do purpose. what he does. Yeah. So I think the whole reason our church or Christianity in general preaches like trying to become better every day, trying to become more Christ-like, more empathetic, kinder, more charitable, all those things is because that's how God is. Like if we want to get there one day, we need to start practicing now. And it really is just practice. You know, I don't think it's the fact that God's going to be like, oh, well, you weren't that kind. So like, um, is it Uchtdorf? No, Holland, Holland. Holland. Yeah. He's like, oh, your report card's going to be bad, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's funny, but it's not, God's not sitting there marking us. Yeah. You know, it's, he's like, you know what? I want you to try your best because I want you to live like this one day and this is good practice. I want you to get there. I love that. I love practice makes perfect. Oh yeah. Right? Oh. That's what we should title this episode. <gasps> That's perfect. the title. No, but I think Ken and I should do an episode one day. Um, and we oh can, gosh. did you hear that motorcycle right now? <laughs> was it a motorcycle? <laughs> yes. I, I thought confused. maybe you tooted and I didn't no. want to like address it. No, it was literally a motorcycle. I was, did you see me look at you? I was like, what is that I noise? I know. Well, you looked at me and then I was like, why is she looking like that? And then I just kept <laughs> Sorry guys, going. hopefully you could hear that. A motorcycle just drove by. I it could hear so it, loud. yeah. But I thought it was a toot. So anyway, no. sorry to really get off topic here. <laughs> but one of these days, McKenna and I will break down grace. Because I think grace is something that's really confusing. Like honestly, that's something that there's conference talks on the fine line between grace and mercy and all these things. But I think... If you want to listen to a good talk, by the way, Grace is Sufficient. I feel like I talk about that talk like once a week on this episode. It's a must listen. It is one of my favorite talks of all time. And I think mm-hmm. it goes really greatly along with this talking about his grace is enough. Mm-hmm. I think people make mistakes. They mess up and they don't think they can ever come back. And that's Or they a- think some blessings they won't yeah. get. Like they're going to be held back yeah. for, from... So- and that's insulting. Like not yeah. to be that person, but like... To Christ. To Christ, that's insulting. And I totally get that these people are coming from a good place. We're not saying that you're... I've been there. No, no, no. I've been there. Yeah. But like it really is. Like Christ has done everything for us and we need to trust fully in him for future blessings, for blessings now. Like if we are willing and trying our best and have a repentant heart... Like, we're good. We're we good. We need to trust in that and yeah. let Christ take it and let that burden go. Yeah. I want to read this little ex- ex- excerpt. Excerpt? Ex- ex- oh, what no. is it? Excerpt? Ex- 
<laughs> now you got me confused. Excerpt. Excerpt? I'm going to read this little part. I'm going to say part <laughs> of the talk. Look up excerpt. I am. Have you even spelled that? E-X. Excerpt? I feel like a dummy. Ex- <laughs> I feel like a straight fool. Excerpt? A short extract from a film. Okay, yeah. Ex- excerpt. Excerpt. I don't like that. that. <laughs> I feel like it should not be pronounced that way. Excerpt. Ex- okay, I'm going to read an excerpt. That makes me excerpt. feel weird. I'm going to read a part of this talk <laughs> um, that I really, really loved and I highlighted. I got to get the giggles out of me now. But he says, I am grateful to know that in spite of my imperfections, at least God is perfect. That at least he is, for example, able to love his enemies because too often due to the natural man and woman in us, you and I are sometimes that enemy. Mm-hmm. How grateful I am that at least God can bless those who despitefully use him because without wanting or intending to do so, we all despitefully use him sometimes. I am grateful that God is merciful and a peacemaker because I need mercy and the world needs peace. Of course, all we say of the father's virtues, we say we also say of his only begotten son who lived and died unto the same perfection. That was my favorite um, excerpt from this talk. I It, it honestly hit me really hard because yeah. it, it really made me, I mean, I think this goes back to pride, but like how grateful we are that God can love his enemies because sometimes we're the enemy because sometimes we make mistakes. Yeah. Like that really hit me. It reminds me of that scripture that says the natural man is an enemy to God. Yeah. And that's just so cool to me that it's in the scripture. Like that is yeah. the doctrine. And it says like, unless we come up a saint, become a saint through Jesus Christ. But that's important to recognize. Like that's in the scriptures that the natural man is an enemy to God. That is the gospel. Yeah. Like that is the plan. You shouldn't be confused when you mess up or make a mistake. You should recognize it, feel sorry, repent, you know, turn to God and say, oh my gosh, I'm sorry I did that. I I don't want to do that again. I don't feel good about that. Um, And move on and let God take it. And I just think it's cool that that is the doctrine that we mess up sometimes. It really is. Absolutely. That's the doctrine of the gospel and it's going to keep happening. We can't be surprised when we mess up again. We just need to repent and move on. And learn and grow and yeah. come let let that make you come closer to Christ. Yeah. You know, allow it to push you closer to God. Well, and I really love that that little thing that I just read, a little piece of that talk, because when it says stuff like, you know, it makes me want to be more compassionate to other people. I want to give people mercy because I need mercy. I need it. Like I'm not perfect. And I want to give everybody around me that same satisfaction because I need that desperately. And I love that he says we all even without us knowing it, we all use God. Yeah. We all use him. I love that. Giving people the benefit of the doubt because God really gives us the benefit of the doubt. Like, really, in, like every every day, every, every second. Every, every second of every person in the planet every yes. single day. Yes. And I think this is important to emphasize. Um, so focusing on the father's and son's achievements rather than our failures does not give us one ounce of justification for undisciplined lives or dumbing down our standards. I think that's important. I mean- definitely like mercy but at the same time don't use that as a reason to sin i think that's an important emphasis of this talk very important um of course like mercy but i I just think that part is is needed and like i talked about that's where you have to find the balance of you know what am i really trying 
my best or am I cutting or am I making excuses and saying, well, since we are supposed to make mistakes in the gospel, like everyone says, then it's not a big deal if I do. Yeah. Which that's not the point. And I do think people do that a lot. Oh yeah. And you should not do that. And you should not do that. That's the point. Well, and going along just in, in the scriptures, um, I just loved how McKenna, I think that should be the emphasis of this episode is like through Christ, through Christ. All of what we're talking about is through Christ. Um, but by his grace, we're perfect, right? Oh, yeah. That's why we're perfect. Yes. We're not going to be perfect by anything we do. Nothing. That's what this talk emphasizes. Nothing we do is going to help. Like, yes, okay, we can, you know, try we, our best. But that doesn't mean we don't need to put effort in. No. We are only going to become perfect because Christ has grace for us. Yes. And I think that is like a really humbling thought. Yeah, it really is. And makes me even more appreciative of like what Christ did for us. Yes. Like, people will ask, like, why do you get so emotional about, like, the atonement about Christ? I'm like, yeah. do you even know, yeah. like, what he did extent, for us? Like, yeah. the extent of everything? Of what that means, yeah. I'm sure we don't even understand the extent. Yeah. I mean, after reading this talk, I told Kate, I'm like, I don't think I fully get, like, how deep the atonement goes. That's yes. what I told him right after I read this. I was like, I don't think I I can even comprehend the extent of the depth of the atonement. Yeah, it's deep. And how much it covers, you know? Yeah. Um, oh yeah, I wanted to read this too. Sorry, I'm just reading a lot from this talk because I really, really love it. Let me find this part. I highlighted it. Um, oh yeah, okay, here it is. So this goes to talk about the atonement, like I just mentioned, but Jesus, so he goes to talk. I won't read this whole talk, this whole part because it's long, but, um, in the Bible, the parable of the, is it the talent of the, not talent, sorry, the parable of the dead. Oh yeah, the talents, like the 10,000 talents. So I was thinking. The ten talents. The no, it's ten. Talents? It's ten thousand. The ten thousand talents. I don't think that's talents. It says ten thousand talents. Oh, yeah. Cool. I was thinking when I said that's why I was confused because I said talents. I was thinking of the talents parable, yeah, but like the five. But this, this is, is the debt. But it is ten thousand talents. Like oh. that, that's the that's the um. I know what you're talking the about. The unit of measurement. Yes. Sorry, that is super confusing. But he, sorry, you guys, we, uh, there's a I lot thought, of parables. I thought you were talking about a different story. No, I did too. That's why I was like, I don't think I'm right. confused. No, no. So he goes on to talk about the talents and how, um, the servant owes 10,000 talents to a king and, um, and where does he go? Let's see. Oh yeah. And he goes to say that he would forgive him a hundred pence. So he breaks down like what that would be worth in today's um money okay so like because those are actual like measurements back in the day the talents and pens those were measurements and he goes to say that the ten thousand dollar debt was would have been a billion dollars or more and the hundred pence debt was a hundred dollars so long story short this king says that he's going to forgive the servant of this gigantic debt of this a billion dollar debt like this crazy unfathomable number and then later the servant um someone owes him money and it was only a hundred and he won't forgive him the debt. And the king's like, you're not going to forgive him the hundred pence when I forgave you 10,000 talents. Sorry, if I'm making sense, read it in the scriptures. But I really love that he said the savior uses an unfathomable measurement here, a billion dollars. No one can be a billion dollars in debt. Like, and he jokes, he's like, no one can shop that much. And then I was like, me and McKenna can shop no, that much. I, <laughs> Jessica, I was listening to this in my AirPods putting away laundry. And when he said that, I was like, I could definitely. Yeah, I could. No, I could. That's embarrassing that I we both yeah, have that. It, okay. It's, it's really but he, the Savior uses an unfathomable measurement here because his atonement is an unfathomable gift given at an incomprehensible cost. And so I really love that. That's when the moment where I, I stopped and I was like, we don't even, he uses a billion dollar measurement. 
to show us that like, like crazy that yeah. is how much th- the sin of the world is yeah so anyway i you guys should all go read that parable um he breaks it down further in the talk so go read it it's really good but that also hit me. This talk like just really just like hit me where it hurts. It's really good. <laughs> a lot of places. Be therefore perfect eventually yes. through Christ. Yes. Oh, I want to read this little part too. Um, so except for Jesus, there have been no flawless performances on this earthly journey we are pursuing. So while in mortality, let's strive for steady improvement without obsessing over what behavioral scientists call toxic perfectionism. We should avoid that latter excessive exception of ourselves and of others. And I might add of those who are called to serve in the church, which for Latter-day Saints means everyone. I love that he added for those called in the church. Yeah. Um, Because I do think people hold, sorry, I think people hold bishops and, you know, to this insane extent and they make mistakes or they have a poor judgment call. Um, And so I think that was important that he added that. I love that. We've Mm -hmm. talked about that on the podcast too. But yeah, give those people the benefit of the doubt. They're just people too. Yeah. Did you, did you, okay, did you, you read the whole talk, right? This whole talk. Okay. So he goes to talk about Tolstoy, who's like a really famous author. Um, And I'll I'll just kind of summarize this. Um, But there's this preacher and he, um, this, one of his congregants is mad because the preacher um, he, they think he's spending too much money on like excessive things. And he's like, why are you spending so much of the world? And the preacher in response says, look at my life now and compare it to my formal life. You will see that I am trying to live out the truth I proclaim. Unable to live up to the high ideals he taught, the priest admits he has failed, but he cries, attack me if you wish. I do this myself, but don't attack the path I follow. If I know the way home, but am walking along it drunkily, it is any less is it any less the right way simply because I am staggering from side to side. And I just that really hit me. I think that's a, a huge point. Is it any less the right way if I'm staggering from side to side? Yeah, if you're struggling through it a little bit. And I think that's a good I love that because we all struggle. We yeah. all there's times where we're like barely holding on to the rod, you know, and we're just trying to maybe crawling along and that's awesome. You know, yeah. like if you're going in the right path and we big emphasis on we should cheer people that are in that state right now. We should cheer them on yeah. and like grab their hand and help them along instead of being like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe this person did this. I can't believe she does this little thing that like isn't a commandment or you know what? Because like just all help of us, them. all of us are staggering side issues. to side. Yeah. yeah. So just help people instead of putting them down and. And especially if they're trying, if they're trying to live the gospel path, and even if they're not, you know, just help them. And he goes on to say, every one of us aspires to a more Christ-like life than we often succeed in living. If we admit that honestly and are trying to improve, we are not hypocrites, we are human. May we refuse to let our mortal follies and the inevitable shortcomings of even the best men and women around us make us cynical about the truths of the gospel, the truthfulness of the church, and our hopes for our future or the possibility of godliness. Um, I just love that. I love that. I, I think a lot of people in the church fall away from other people's mistakes. Yeah. I mean, I know plenty of people who didn't like a bishop or a bishop made a mistake and they they lost their faith. Yeah. And I think what he just said there is don't let that make you bitter. Don't let that take away the gospel and what's true. Don't yeah. let mortal men and women who were all going to make mistakes, yeah. don't let that be like what gets you away. Don't hold yourself to perfectionism and don't hold other people to perfectionism. Totally. Yeah. Totally. 
Oh, it's such a good, it's just such a good topic. Amen a- to this talk, to this episode. Oh, that's a good, I needed that. That was good. I needed that too. I feel like it's, it's so needed. Yeah. And for those of you that struggle with this, like I encourage you to go read this entire talk. Um, I read a lot of excerpts. Gosh, that word is like my new um, worst word. But no, I encourage all of you to go and read this talk and really, you know, ponder like what the atonement is, the extent of the atonement. And all of us are worthy of coming home. All of us are good enough. And Christ loves us and wants us to be better. And we are perfect in Christ right now. Yeah. We really are. Grace by grace. Like we will become perfect. And it might, like McKenna said, it'll be somewhere along eternity and who even knows. But don't let yourself get down because you're not perfect. Because no one's perfect. Yeah. No, not even the Instagram models. No, not even (laughs) Not even like Elder Holland. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, no, he's not. None of these people are perfect. Yeah. Um, We love you. Don't. We love you guys. Don't beat yourselves up. Go get up. Don't beat yourself up. I know this was like a deep topic today, but it's it's needed. It's super needed. Yes. We love you guys and hope you have a happy week. Happy week. Happy Monday. Happy week. Happy life. We love you. XOXO Gospel Gospel Gals. Gals.